Hello everyone, Rabbi Eisenberg here. This week we have a double parasha, Matot Maseh. In Parashat Maseh, the second of the two, the Torah outlines the borders of the land of Israel that Hashem was giving to the Jewish people to soon inhabit. Immediately afterwards, Hashem tells the Jewish people that they must set up special cities called Arei Miklat, cities of refuge. The idea of these cities is very interesting. Let's explain. As we know, one of the most serious sins in the Torah is murder. A person who commits murder in front of witnesses will receive the death penalty, provided they've received a warning about the punishment and they go ahead with it and do it anyway. Now, what happens if someone kills someone else by mistake? Well, it depends what kind of mistake we're talking about. If it was a freak accident and they were not in any way acting improperly, then they're not held responsible for it at all. It wasn't their fault. But what if they were doing something dangerous and they were not being careful and someone dies as a result? Generally speaking, the rule is that they are held responsible for the death on some level, but they don't get the death penalty because it wasn't their intention. Instead, the Torah says they have to go into exile to an Irmiklat, a city of refuge where they have to stay without leaving for a very long time. The Torah says that there were to be three cities of refuge in the main part of the land of Israel, where the nine and a half tribes would live, and three more cities on the eastern bank of the Jordan River, which was home to the other two and a half tribes. This is a bit surprising, because the area of the nine and a half tribes was much, much bigger than that of the two and a half tribes. So why is it that they have the same number of cities of refuge? The Gemara in Makkot asks this very question, and the answer that it gives is quite intriguing. It says that Hashem knew that the people of Gilad, who, were, who would later settle on the eastern side of the Jordan, had a lot of murderers in there. So they needed more cities of refuge. But this answer is difficult because the cities of refuge are not in, intended to house murderers. As we already said, they're intended for people who cause a death accidentally. So why would having more cities of refuge address this issue? Rabbi Soloveitchik explained that what causes accidental deaths? Accidental deaths happen when people don't value human life enough. In places where murder is, murder is commonplace, it's because life is seen as being cheap and hefker. And when life is seen as, as cheap, people don't take proper care to look after each other. And then accidental deaths will inevitably happen. When people see human life as sacred and precious, they will take more care for each other and ensure that they're behaving safely and responsibly. Rabbi Soloveitchik commented that in America, sometimes a murder would happen and people would say, oh, the murderer did it because they were, they were a mishugana, a crazy, unstable person. Rabbi Soloveitchik said, I don't understand. In Europe, in my day, we also had mishuganas in our shtetl. They used to run around, they used to say silly things. They never killed anybody. Why not? So he explained very powerfully. powerfully. Because even if a person is crazy, they would never do something that in their mind is impossible. The idea of taking the life of another human being there was so inconceivable to them so impossible to imagine that even though if they were insane, they would never think of doing it. It's only in a society where life is seen as cheap that murder becomes possible. And when murder is possible, then bloodshed of all kinds is prone to happen. Perhaps we can see the seeds of this problem already in Parashat Matot, where it explains how the two and a half tribes came to inhabit the land on the eastern side of the Jordan in the first place. The tribes of Reuven and Gad had lots of cattle. They see the lush green pasture land over there and they asked to be given that land as their tribal portions. Moshe voices some concerns that maybe they're trying to get out of having to conquer the land with the rest of the tribes. But they assure him that they will come to be involved in the conquest as soon as they have first set up pens for their animals and cities for their wives and children. Rashi tells us that Moshe is not impressed with their response because they mention looking after their animals first before their families. He tells them to build cities for their families first. Their materialistic aims took precedence over their concern for their families. Could it be that this prioritizing of money over people is a forewarning of what would later happen with these tribes, where human life became cheapened and murder became commonplace? Maybe this is a sign of it. The important lesson for us 
is that we have to get our priorities straight and understand that valuing people and caring for people is supremely important. Sometimes societies and governments prioritize the economy and economic prosperity over the welfare of, the vul of vulnerable people. Sometimes people put their careers above their families. We have to realize that people are supremely important and a society which doesn't prioritize caring for people will ultimately cheapen human life and go into moral decay, as happened with the two and a half tribes. This is an important lesson for our times. Now for this week's riddle. It's a hard one. Based on what we've said this week, can you suggest one possible reason why someone who accidentally killed someone should have to go and live in an Irmiklat, a city of refuge, for a lengthy period of time? Kids, I'm looking forward to your responses as always. I want to wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom.